push the red button if you think you're ready. I'm always ready. Here goes. New section called the ice cream scoop. Welcome to the April 7th, 2011 edition of the Adventures in Odyssey Scoopcast, your source for the latest in Adventures in Odyssey news, still in podcast form, for those who don't have time to read. I'm your host, Kevin McCreary. Let's get started with the final installment of the Whit Hertford interview, heard right here on the Adventures in Odyssey Scoopcast. Enjoy. Just had this hankering for, uh, to really just go for broke. And what I mean by that is, um, I'm kind of going to ruin the illusion for your listeners, but it's okay. <laughs> I am five foot one. Huh? Um, I know I sound like I'm probably six four. Right. Well, I'm most people have been saying that. Yeah. When you sound like a five year old with a cold, you're probably like, <laughs> oh, he probably looks like Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if you do want us to cut that out, we can. But uh, if, <laughs> oh, not no, no, to no, not no, to no. destroy I mean, your. That's too legit to quit. Um, well, thank you so much for your candor on uh Yeah, yeah, on absolutely. Show, so yeah. I kind of, I at one point was like, you know what? I don't want to play the nerdy sidekick anymore. Uh-huh. I want to get the girl. <laughs> yeah. So I started writing a bunch of stuff, and then we just started actually like producing it and filming it. So uh-huh. I've been working with my own production company, Sneak Attack Films. We have a, a short film with uh, that same girl, Nora Kirkpatrick from Edward Sharp, Ooh. called Long Story Short. It's just a, it's a cute little love story, and that is in uh, festivals. Okay. It's going to be at the uh, Ashton Film Festival in April, and it's going to be back here in Newport. And, and I'm just kind of trying to uh, kind of make some magic happen out of, yeah. nut, out of thin air. <laughs> so you said you started writing a lot of stuff. What, what got you into writing? Just because I realized that I'm so stinking specific. Uh-huh. If I didn't write my own material, you would be... I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. what happens is when I write all my own material, I'm able to fill in those holes when I'm not uh-huh. doing other jobs. Yeah. Yeah, it's the trick. As we said at the beginning, you are the voice of Jay Smoose on Adventures in Odyssey. Thought that actually you might be interested to know that there's an Adventures in Odyssey fan, what is it, forum? Forum. It's a forum, yes. Yeah, and uh, and they voted you their favorite new character. No! Uh, I, yeah, I helped voted. I helped oh. vote. Garrett voted for you as well. Wow, that's yes. amazing. And all those people are crazy. <laughs> yes, because you're... Uh, your character's kind of mean, isn't it? No, he's just isn't misunderstood, it? man. Oh, okay. That's it. He just wants friends. He's just totally yeah. misunderstood. <laughs> See, I understood that because <laughs> Garrett you know, he, he really is a nice guy. And Garrett doesn't yeah. have any friends, so he totally gets it. <laughs> you totally relate. See, it's yeah. for you, man. It's all yeah. for you. Well, I do feel bad for him because there's certain lines where he will read something wrong or like he's dyslexic or something, and I feel bad because... I was like that. I would read something wrong, and then everybody would make fun of me, so. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, know, that's just, you know, I think he sometimes doesn't care, so he just does that anyway. The interesting thing about it is, early on in Adventures in Odyssey, there was a, a character named Rodney Rathbone, who was kind of <laughs> the town bully, and mm-hmm. um, he's very similar to Jay, but I feel like Jay is a much deeper character. Yeah. And uh, the reasons why he does the things that he does. And he's more likable, too. I mean, Rodney was just annoying. I mean, yeah. Jay has a whiny voice, but Jay is cool. He has a what voice? No, no, he's got a <laughs> beautiful radio yeah. voice that... Uh, yes. Most people yeah. say that I have an amazingly manly timber to mm-hmm. my vocal quality. Yeah, well, the depth, uh, you know, you really have <laughs> At to least get... that's what my mom says. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, hey, this interview has been awesome for my self-esteem. Well, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> well, as we're, you know, getting ready to close up soon, um, you know, a lot of our listeners look at your job as a dream job. Like, yeah, I really want to do that, like me. Right. <laughs> like Garrett, yes. Yes. Are there any um, tips you can give them on how to make a career of performing? No. Okay. No, no, no. Not good. I, I really, like, seriously, that question is the most difficult question on earth to answer because there is no rhyme or reason. And I think unless, let's see, what's the most positive way I can spin this? <laughs> unless you feel like you literally can't do anything else with your life, this is a lifestyle. It's not, you know, it's not a hobby. It's not a kind of just a thing you do on the side. I I kind of feel blessed to do it. I really do. And mm-hmm. I feel like uh, a little bit humbled by the opportunities that I get offered a lot of the time. I'm, I'm really grateful for them. But it's it's hard work. And it's it's not just always like, you know, just goofing around and being silly. It's not brain surgery. But, um, you know, I think if you really, really want to do it, and if there's like no other way you see yourself revolving around the universe, then... Um, you know, I think uh, there's there's certain ways, you know, take some theater courses, learn how to use your instrument, your body, your voice, um, and, and do it the right way. I think if you grab a bus ticket to L.A. and you come here and you get a headshot and resume, it's, it's going to be uh, not a fun trip. It's going to be a rough ride. <laughs> and you know what? You can kind of do acting wherever. You can be a big deal in Denver, Colorado. You sure. really can. And you can do quality work. And I am. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So uh, I hate saying that because I don't want to like crush people's dreams. I guess somebody like I don't know who's a, who's a huge big you know like Shaq or, or Greg Oden or something. They're like, hey, you know, I didn't ask to be seven foot whatever. Uh-huh. I know what I was given. I was like, you know, I, I didn't ask to sound like a six year old with a cold or to <laughs> resemble a out of work Bilbo Baggins, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I do, and so I'm kind of trying to make best use of it. <laughs> sure, and you're extremely talented too, and. That um, And I know that's been a lifetime of hard work and, you know, it's not something. And that's something we have emphasized on the show. We did an interview with some of the sound designers for Odyssey um, a while back. And one of their things that they said was good sound design starts with good coffee. And uh, which is, is funny. But the reality is you can want to do something or you can do it and do what it takes from the bottom to the top mm-hmm. to get there. Right. And, uh, and I, th- I don't think that's negative. I think that's encouraging and, you know, kind of a reality check that sometimes people have dreams and they don't accomplish them because they think they're out of reach. But some dreams are reachable. You just have to work at it. Yeah, you know, I'd say persistence gets you pretty far. I would test that if you feel a real desire and, and pull to do this kind of stuff. Um I, again, I feel very grateful and humbled that I that I'm in the position I'm in, and uh, and I hope I don't screw it up. <laughs> I hope that I do. I hope I do some good with it. Yeah. Well, and you are, and I think Odyssey is a a great show. It's interesting even to me because yeah, even for Bilbo. No, I, I think that um, I think that Odyssey. I did, I did audition for that, by the way. Did you? Of course. If I don't audition for Bilbo Baggins, like my agents need to be fired immediately. Uh, you know, I'm not English. So Peter yeah. Jackson really likes the people from the UK. But so. apparently you can do a, a pretty good accent. Yeah, and I guess not good enough. You know, uh, whatever. Whatever. I'm it's, waiting for Christopher hey. Nolan, uh, Prime, Batman, whatever it would be, five. Yeah. So I can play the Penguin. That's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, Peter yeah, Jackson's loss, right? Peter exactly, Jackson's exactly. Loss. Well, thanks so much for taking the time out of your day to talk with us. 
And, Thanks, um, Appreciate it. And it's been a fun interview. Was that the last installment of the Whit Hertford interview? Yes, yes, it was. So that's the last time I'll do that voice. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you so much, Whit Hertford, for letting us interview you. If you want to know more about the Scoopcast or to keep up with the latest in adventures and Odyssey news, be sure to check out odysseyscoop.com and never be without the Odyssey Scoop. There. Message sent. What? Already a response to the message I just sent? Darn you, email! Has this ever happened to you? you? So you missed the good old days when you'd write your friends and wouldn't hear back from them for two months! Well now, introducing electronic snail mail! All the fun of sending an email, but now with the classic speed only the U.S. Postal Service can provide. Before I had electronic snail mail, I was spending all my time replying to messages on my computer. Now, I just send all my messages in July, and I don't have to check them till September. It's great. It's Electronic stamp mail uses super duper futuristic patented technology stolen by the US government from some poor sap who couldn't get to the patent office in time. Now available to the public for free. Check out www.electronicsnailmail.com. That's www.electronicsnailmail.com. Like we said, this service is absolutely free. Just pay shipping and handling. Thanks, Electronic Snail Mail.